Hello! And welcome to the podcast. <laughs> yeah, let's let's get a better start than that to number one. Come on. Okay. Um Hello and welcome to the podcast. We don't exactly have a name yet, but uh if we come up at fucking sake. <laughs> the hardest part I feel has it's been coming up with a name. Yeah, it's really hampered our uh, ability to actually like get on here and like simp <laughs> out um <laughs> for you people. So you should be it, thankful for like the amount of work that we're currently doing. Exactly. I, and honestly, that was holding us back quite a lot is figuring out the name because I, I almost refused. And then I was like, fuck it. We're just going to do this without a name and we're going to figure it out along the way. And I think I think we've come up with some options, but <laughs> we'll just give it some time and we'll think on it before we start posting shit with that name. So like posting cringe. Yeah, before we post cringe and lose subscribers. Social credit. Okay. <laughs> um, now, how this podcast is going to work is we're going to open with a question, kind of just like a random question, and then close with a question that is a little bit more on topic for the actual contents of the podcast. Um, would you like to pose the question today since this was like your idea? Yeah, of course. Uh, but I also want to clarify, not every question is always going to be <laughs> this deep. Or this uh, heavy of a topic. Sometimes we may open with something a little lighter. I don't know. It's kind of how we feel about how the podcast is May even have go. a scripted opening or two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just it's this is a free reign. This isn't anything that's going to be like strict. Like, this isn't a fucking NPR uh, daily radio show. This is just a, a chill podcast between uh, me, and, me and my friend here. No, imagine so. NPR mixed with Town. All right. Do you want me to pose the question or not? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I've thought about this quite often um, because it, it is one of the, as I've gotten older, it's one of the big things in life you have to come to realize is how different people are from each other. And I know, I know that sounds ridiculous. It's the most simple thing. But uh, as you get older, uh, you think about like relationships and stuff and who your uh, compatible match might be. And so I have been thinking of this question, and it is, could you be in a relationship, like a very genuine, strong relationship, nothing like you're just fucking on the side? material. Yeah, yeah. Could you be in a genuine relationship with someone whose ideals differ from your own? I know where I belong, and nothing's gonna happen. I don't know. Okay, so the issue for me, I've been thinking about my answer for this like, the past couple days, okay? Since yeah. you posed this. Um, <laughs> it would depend on the severity, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. Or like the. What do you mean? Like the uh, level of like how different it is or like what the difference is? Yeah, like if I dated a lib, that's much different than me dating like. <laughs> a Nazi? <laughs> yeah. Is that Nazi, what you're trying yeah. to say? Like. Um, I suppose like. With a like concerning like my type, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. And then also like how I don't know if esoteric is the right word, but like how uncommon I suppose my politics are. Mm-hmm. Um, if I could only date people that subscribed like 
solely to my exact brand of politics and agree with me on every single issue whatsoever, Mm -hmm. that would narrow my field down to like maybe three people. (laughs) Um, Yeah. uh, And at the same time, it's not like... I'm saying like... Where's that cutoff point? what, What if it's like... Yeah, yeah, where's that cutoff? But like... Okay, let me give a, like an example for your side. Um, so, like, let's say the difference is the difference in your opinion on the LGBT community. Like, you believe, I know you as a person, since I've known you so long and so personally, that you believe that, you know, they are they deserve every single right that we have uh, as, a, as a straight, two straight white males. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, That's but, a podcast like, name. <laughs> That makes it sound very Nazi-ish. But imagine, okay, could you date someone that disagreed with you? Someone who's like part of, not, not, maybe not Westboro Baptist Church, but didn't believe gay people deserved those equal or rights. being gay is like a choice that you can like overcome. Yes. Could you, could you marry someone like that? Could you be happy knowing that these, they think things like that? No, I don't think that far. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of what I think a lot, because... Uh, I have had situations in my life as I've gotten older and like looking at like relationships with other people. Like sometimes I'll sit and I'll think, you know, would this work between me and this person? And I've been lucky enough in um, several of my past relationships to have, I, I just realized I mispronounced that word so bad. That's because I've been drinking tonight. Relationship. <laughs> we started uh, a podcast that- half drunk, okay? <laughs> I realize that a lot of the times I have been with people that agree with me or on, uh, you know, for the most part, but I had been interested in people in the past that have like completely differed from my own views. Like I once liked this girl who was a very strong, like religious Republican and I'm never going to name the name, but like I couldn't see myself like she was a very attractive girl. But I just could not do it, you know, because I, I just knew that if I could not be in a serious relationship with someone who thought that way, because I just know it would come it would to come conflict with my own morals, you know? Yeah, I feel like everyone has like a certain goal in life that they strive towards, and a lot of people get their politics at least partially from that, like, you know, yeah. one value. And I feel like I could date somebody that differs from me in like method of attaining that as long as they had a similar value to me. You know, because yeah. I want everyone to be as like free and happy as possible. Okay. Yeah. Um, but that not that might not be everybody's goal in life or in, yeah in game. Um, so I feel like that's. <laughs> I didn't purposefully try to reference that. <laughs> it's the end game. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was just trying to. <laughs> it just reminded me of the Marvel. <laughs> the cinematic universe that you love. And yeah. want to live in. Well, that, that'll be a whole podcast on all the time. Yeah. Um, See, I could differ with someone on like I don't know economics to a certain extent. Like, I, if they don't, if they thought like I personally have issues with <laughs> billionaires, but say if they didn't, I could kind of be okay with that. You know, I could like that's not something I'd break up with somebody over. But if I was like, hey, I think that um, I think it's wrong the way that you know that the black community is over-targeted in police, like, r- uh, Roundup or whatever. And they but asked like... you if you knew that despite <laughs> making up only 13% of the population. <laughs> yes, I couldn't do that. Because that's, oh, yeah. that's, 
I mean, some a lot of people, unfortunately, like in how the world's developed, have a certain implicit bias in their mind. And you know, if that to that to whatever level, sometimes that shows and sometimes it doesn't. But if it's showing to the point where you're spouting crazy facts or you think that you know they should they should ban Muslims from from entering the country, that is too far uh, for me. And obviously, we're very left wing. But I, I would, I'd like to ask that question to a very Republican person, too, you know? I've noticed a lot of Republicans are far more likely to say, yeah, I would date somebody who differs from me politically. Mm-hmm. Um, just in my own experience, I don't have any data to back this up. That's completely right. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm not sure what the study would look like on this, okay? Um, but I've noticed that Republicans seem to be more like, why would you stop being friends or stop dating somebody just because they, you like differ from them politically? And like, mm-hmm. I can think of several good reasons why, you know? Um, especially if it's like a massive gap between you two. Uh, but I've noticed a lot of more left-leaning people are more likely to say, yeah, it's completely okay to cut people off or not start relationships with people over politics. Well, what I've seen from uh, what we've said is it, it a lot of it comes down to the issue of um, human rights, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> yeah. Because what we've brought up is like, it's okay if they differ on non-human variables in voting. And then like, we're like, but what if their, their difference is in a certain groups like rights. And so I think that's the biggest difference. Dif- you know what? It's the biggest difference. Okay. Not to try and get off that point too quickly. Uh, but we've got some major developments going on tonight. Oh yes. We have a lot of world events going on at the time of this recording. Um, now, there is a press conference going on tomorrow morning okay. from uh, uh, Owned Main Bad, uh, where he'll be talking about some of the of tonight's events. Um, yeah. So, I'm not 100% sure what he'll be saying. Yes. So, we can only make this podcast based off what we know tonight. <laughs> so, yes. this will be outdated as soon as we put it out. Are we talking about the uh, same issue here? We're uh, talking about the issue with Iran. Yes. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so as of today, old vein very ev- bad. <laughs> oh yes, that is a, an evident fact. Um, but as of today, uh, what information we have is that Iran has retaliated in the uh, current events after uh, our president uh, assassinated through a missile attack. He called out uh, an airstrike on them. Of one of Iran's top leaders. Now, I don't want to try to butcher the name out of my own... Uh, Soleimani. Yeah, Soleimani. And um, they have retaliated by striking the uh, an airbase uh, in Iraq. Two airbases. Yeah, two airbases in Iraq with uh, tr- with U.S. troops. All and Assad as of now, we don't... Yeah. And I can't remember the other one. You, you can tell it. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say that we don't, as of what I've seen, I don't know of any confirmed death numbers or if there were any at all or any kind of what the damage was or anything. So that we're going, based, uh, again, based off the information we have. Right uh, Al-Assad and herbal bases were targeted by Iran. Because um, <clears throat> I know as of recently we also had um, some of the U.S. troops from um, Fort Bragg, I think is what which one it was, in North Carolina, I believe it is. Uh, you can, you know, search that Google search that if I'm wrong, but, uh, they had sent, uh, some number of troops 
over there to the Iraq to in I uh, know it's Kuwait, wasn't it? They sent quite a few troops to Kuwait in oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, they they've recently sent troops from Fort Bragg to Kuwait. Um just just as of uh, in the past couple of days uh in preparation for a possible retaliation. So Again, we'll, we'll see what the, the our president says tomorrow because orange man bad, uh, and we have no idea um, how that's going to go. But uh, do you have any predictions? I think he is going to um, come out and enforce, and I think he's going to try and get push Congress for a declaration of war. Because again, um, people, the president does not declare war; he does not have that power, and. Um, while he can put troops on the ground, there are limitations to that, though those are increasingly becoming uh, less limited, in, in my opinion. But um, he does have the power to put troops on the ground, but the only Congress can declare war. But he does have a Republican Congress as we speak. So we'll it's just kind of. Republican Senate. Oh, yeah, Republican Senate is what I mean. And I think he's going to push them to declare war, is what I think. What about you? Um, I. I Here's the thing, is he only really targeted Soleimani so he doesn't look weak or whatever? Mm-hmm. So he's going to look super weak if he just comes out tomorrow and says, well, we're going to be looking at our options, folks. Um, yes. So I think he's going to come out hard in favor of war? I think so, too. And uh, the biggest thing is, is, I mean, he's already... I mean, he, he openly tweeted that he has already targeted 52 Iranian... Uh, cultural. locations, cultural locations, and others, right? And or are they just strictly cultural? Uh, I think that included the cultural locations. I just want to make sure okay. we got that in there. But see, that's the biggest issue I have. As um, I'm not trying to like brag or something or act like I'm some kind of all all knowing um, philosopher or You're not some kind of <laughs> or some kind of expert. Nostradamus in podcast. <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you want to call me that, I'm fine. That's fine with me. But as someone who has read and studied, uh, not for super long, but to at least a better extent than what I, I would say the general public has, um, especially someone who's looked at genocide in many different case studies and like different types of genocide and definitions of so, um, I consider like the targeting of cultural sites to be the first a first act in a step of genocide of Iranian culture. And so I, I think that the even the threat of doing so is is horribly wrong. I mean I mean I'm not saying them targeting hospitals and children's schools and isn't already and wrong. Isn't already wrong. Yeah. But I th- I think that the fact that the president is able to tweet that kind of thing and just get away with it is kind of wrong because like he's he, he may be one of the most powerful men in the world, but he should still be held accountable to the same things that you know, fucking Hitler was. You know what I mean? I mean, strong comparison there. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if people are going to be charged for war crimes, for you know stuff like that, I mean, I, th- I consider cultural genocide just to be as bad. I mean, it may. I mean, it involves sometimes, not always involves death as much or. You know what I mean, but like I think that destroying any culture is wrong. I mean, just because they differ than us doesn't make them. Well, one thing that I want to talk about is, as from a more um, journalistic aspect, uh, almost like I'm majoring in that, and I'm not learning the first <laughs> thing. Uh, is I want to talk about the media's yeah. kind of role in all of this, about like mm-hmm. the media. Um, 
I'm a very extremely online person, okay? I wake up and go to sleep with Twitter open on my phone, all right? (laughs) I am the most online person you will ever meet. Um, I mean, yeah. Every meme has crossed... Every meme has crossed my brain, okay? (laughs) Uh, I have an encyclopedic knowledge of the internet at this point. Um, Mm -hmm. But I was on Twitter earlier. All that for that. This is a little minor (laughs) setup for what I'm actually trying to talk about. Uh, A lot of a lot of the media's role in this seems to be really advocating for it in like a weird way, or trying to negate the the actual cost of all this. Like, uh, there's Mm -hmm. this clip from CNN where they're like sending this map, and it looks like a a Hearts of Iron map or something. (laughs) And this dude's just like walking around. He's like, over here. We could have an insurgent strike. He's like pointing at it, and they've got some dude over on the on the phone call with an audio quality worse than ours, going. Well, actually, look, we need to go hard and fast in on those Iraqis. And I'm like, well, sir, it's Iran. Oh, whatever. You know that kind of thing. Oh my God, hearts of iron, Matt. Uh, it's all colored and everything. Yeah, he's got, he's got like the troops, and he's got to like move them. Um, oh. It's like a yeah. Civ 6 map. But the, the point <laughs> is, a lot of this is like, almost like for show. It looks like video gamey. Uh, it does. And a lot it, of, it's, it's weird. And a lot of people really treat this as like a sports game. And like, I don't have television, really. I, I did all my news from like, hot communists on Twitter. <laughs> Unironically. <Yeah. laughs> but uh, a lot of people treat this as like a sports game. You know, you see people on like, Facebook... Uh, posting about um, also it's like a team thing like you're either for Trump or for Trump specifically or for Iran and it's like no we just need to all pull out yeah like Trump's father should have done hey oh got him orange main bad but you know it's like people are already like pushing for this just on the basis of it being Iran sounding vaguely ethnic or middle eastern and the media has barely even had to do any sort of manufacturing of consent for this one that they had to with the iraq war yeah well okay listen uh first of all i, I want to start with we're we're all for these world memes and everything all for the world war through your memes but <laughs> there's a point there's uh but there's a point okay so one of the biggest things i've learned through my education <laughs> the little i have learned um is that that Especially in our wars with, um, or like our media, and this is the the best example I can think of. When our media reports our con- the conflicts between Israel and Palestine, um, they they do not report. They report a tenth of the number of the Palestinian deaths as they do the Israeli deaths. They legitimately fix the numbers of Israeli deaths to be far far higher, or even only report. They completely report only on one side of Amer of like. Israelis, but they do not mention anything about the Palestinians, and so I think that that kind of goes into like th- that's gonna that's gonna follow into this war. I think the media will be reporting pro-American bullshit, uh, you know, constantly. And I'm I, I'm all for you know, like I'm not saying America is a terrible place, but it it will be. <laughs> it, it it doesn't have to be. I yeah. should say um, it doesn't have to be that way if you just allow or you know. Report if we could have media that reports solely facts for one, which is never going to happen. But 
and and I'm not somebody that's like ban media. I, I think media is a very important thing, but you got to take it with a grain of salt sometimes. Well, keep in mind, all these like major media outlets like CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, they're all owned by these like lizard men, you know, <laughs> um, that all yeah. have like some uh, they have something to gain by there being a war if they've got a if you got like people being shot over the middle east there'd be more people are going to be logging into cnn right tuning into cnn uh, or fox news to watch you know that's spectacle there always has to be a spectacle um there's always something to be gained from being in war uh and they there is and uh not limited to defense agencies like halliburton which uh which uh which are contract for which which uh, Dick Cheney was a part of when he was vice president was part of the Halliburton uh, defense agency and you know supported them and gained he 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 was a spokesperson for them and I can't imagine how much money he earned from the wars that Bush would wage and so I just imagine like what kind of gain these senators have in declaring a war how much how much do they get from these defense agencies because we just signed recently the seven hundred trillion dollar defense contract how much of that money is just going back into the pockets of these men that have been in office since like since before you know our dads were born these old men who still on who are on dialysis trying to they're like they're just skin and someone has to come and spritz them so they don't so they don't dry up it's like doctor that lady from doctor who yeah exactly hey look i kind of feel bad for him almost because now that epstein's dead (laughs) they don't really have anywhere to like spend this money on um, you know, there's more than one Epstein. Oh okay? yeah, there's Let's more. We just don't know about him. Look, Hillary now, had some inside at the bottom of a pizza shop. Oh yeah, we know about those. <laughs> hey, I've almost been pizza peeled. All right, I've almost been pizza peeled at this point. But look, hey, you know, Star Wars, it's over now. The Skywalker saga, it's over. People hated the new movie. Okay, yeah, in like, droves. Like your segue. We just got to talk about the no, wrong I'm talking, war. Uh, people and then ha- you segue into the Star Wars. No, what trilogy. I'm saying is, people. Star Wars is over. People are looking for some new entertainment. Yeah. So they're gonna be plugged into CNN watching. Uh, <laughs> they're gonna be plugged into the Iran War. Watching Clint Eastwood in real life. Y'all seen American Sniper? This is the sequel to it. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> that what a segue. <laughs> I was actually trying to bring up Star Wars throughout the discussion. I'm just oh, saying. You, I know, but that's such a funny uh, way to talk about. It. I mean, it's true. People are kind of, uh, like you said, treating this like a sports game. But this is the, not only the lives of our uh, of American soldiers who would go over there to pointlessly die in another Middle Eastern war that had been waging for hundreds of years, but Iraqi but, lives, Iranian exactly. lives, um, and they matter too, just because they're they're. They're different than you. They have a different culture, and they're, or they have a different religion. Doesn't mean they're less human. Okay, uh, they they do not deserve this. A lot of these people didn't ask for war. A lot of them didn't ask for the first million invasions, but they've been destabilized by countless imperialistic, you know, invasions over the past millennia. You know, and it's it sucks to see. Instead of maybe maybe instead of declaring war, we try to help these countries out. Or just try to, or you know, at least, even at the least, just leave them to themselves at, at some some level. You know what I mean? Before any of you comment on this podcast and tell us that we're like being idiots for supporting like a different culture that <clears throat> throws gay people off buildings. <laughs> um, a, you don't really care about that. You would do that here if you thought you could get away with it. Two, yeah. 
us going over and bombing them makes it super difficult for like LGBT rights groups, um, minority rights groups, uh, women's rights groups to actually do any sort of work when they're also having to like dodge bombs constantly. I, I can almost guarantee that in America, if we had had a massive like invasion on our hands, if we had a massive amount of Russian troops in our borders within the 1960s or, or, or you know, you know, the, just the Jim Crow era. Oh, that, we'd be set back way further than we are We would now. be way more set back. The civil rights movement couldn't have happened because people would have been too, uh, um, you know, preoccupied. And us bombing the shit out of them is not going to help them develop. It's never going to happen. And, I, and you know, it, it always comes down. It doesn't come down to economics. The United States imperialistic want them to do what we say, want them to trade us oil at good prices because, I mean, and if it was the 1800s, we would literally occupy and colonize them to that. I think if we had that option, Trump would do it or our government would do it. And most generally, even like some Democratic uh, candidates would do that. I, I can almost well, guarantee we do kind of the same thing now. Yeah. We just call it spreading democracy. Listen, um, every country, or almost every country, there's definitely some countries that haven't really contributed anything positive. Um, <laughs> okay. Ger- Nazi Germany. Uh, As every, you continue. Every country has had, like, good things and bad things. And if you live in that country, you're going to be exposed to more media that harps on the good things and neglects mm-hmm. talking about the bad things. All right? Mm-hmm. Um this is why, like, in schools, you don't really learn. You learn that, uh, wh- what is it, that Native Americans and the, the pilgrims sat down and, like, <laughs> sang Kumbaya and shut corn together for Thanksgiving? Yeah. You know, yeah. that's not what happened. <laughs> I don't think that anyone there would say that's what happened. Uh, back to Iran for just, like, five minutes. Um, the issue with Iran is, and I want to kind of, like, leave on this note, sort of, is that in the next few months or even just a few days or weeks, and up until now, you've probably been exposed to a lot of information that taken in isolated cases wouldn't really mean anything. But just remember that during 2003, uh, 71% of American sources used were pro-war. All right, yeah. Okay, uh, question to close us off. Uh, If there's not any more uh, topics you want to go over, any any mini movie concepts oh yeah i've got a movie concept i want to pitch (laughs) as as a bit of a lighter tone before we hit another heavy one um i've had this idea for a movie stuck in my head for a little while oh typical you huh it's a star wars movie (laughs) of course it is um you know how c-3po gets a lot of like bad rap for being annoying in, in the star wars movies yeah, I'm, I know um, some people who say that, yes. I've got a, an idea for a movie about him. Oh, no. Have you seen <laughs> you seen the movie AI with, like, the, the sex worker robot? It sounds familiar. I, I know I've seen we it, but I don't remember it. watched it in class together, actually, for biology was that, class. Like, it was, uh, was it for sociology, or was it for a different one? It was biology. I don't know why we biology. watched it. Biology? What did we watch yeah. that for? I don't know. I don't know. Any, anyway, um, anyway. anyway. It was kind of subpar, to be fair. Yeah, it was, like, pieced together from, like, uh, straps that Stanley Kubrick had left. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Any, what, what were we talking about? <laughs> my, my, my Star Wars pitch. My elevator pitch for a Star Wars movie. Um, C-3PO, C-3PO is a sex worker. Is a sex worker. 
All right. No, you're joking. <laughs> this is it. Uh, he works at the uh, Jabba's Palace after it's taken under new ownership. So this takes place between episode six and episode seven. Uh, <laughs> he has a sex work. That's yeah. how he got his new arm. Yeah, that, he, I don't know. Did they ever cover that? A, they a customer got a little rowdy. You know, they were, yeah, he forgot they, to use a safe word. They um, used that. They, he C3PO was giving a hand job. You know, and went way too far. It's like it a real big alien. alien. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this, uh, it was bo- the this hand good- was barbed like a cat. <laughs> this is a good moment to uh, to say this podcast is more for an eighteen plus audience. Yeah, if you yeah, are yeah. now listening to this and you are under the age of eighteen, I hope you have your parents' permission to be listening to this. Yeah, it's also kind of like that movie Strip Tease with Demi Moore. I don't know that one. Well, actually. I've actually not seen it, but I've, I've seen, had the synopsis of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I should see it. Uh, <laughs> he finds out that, like, one of his customers is, like, you know, a Sith, maybe? And he's not, like, what? uncover evidence for it, like a Sith in the Oh, stars. Yeah. yeah. This is the Disney, yeah. this is the movie Disney won't make. Yeah, this is, uh, so he's gonna, uh, like, do some, some sexual favors for the Sith to get, like, evidence that they are a Sith. Oh, my God. <laughs> it got a little what dark, are, but are you okay? Yeah, no, I'm actually not okay. <laughs> Is this something we need to talk about, like right now? And I want a hot C three PO. A hot? Is he not already? I mean, moving on. Okay, final question. <laughs> Did you have one, or would you like to meet a the post? I don't remember which one you mentioned. One. Um, post Trump GOP. Oh yeah, so yeah. That's that's different. That's difficult. I think. Do you, did you have something in mind? Did you have an answer you, you thought um, about before this? You know how a lot of people accuse the Democrats now of being kind of like feckless and not together. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be the GOP after Trump because really, right now they don't stand for anything in particular other than like just not being anti-Trump. Yeah, I mean that's the. Every, every every bit of news we've had since 2016 is something Trump said or Trump wanted to do or something Trump supported and that the GOP pretty much just wanted to back because he backed it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and a lot of the things Trump stands for aren't things that necessarily the, the Republican Party has like historically stood for. Mm-hmm. Um, either because they were too busy trying to dog whistle it. Did you say it out loud? <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you know the the border wall, because mm-hmm. like Trump just came out and said it his first day on the campaign trail. They're all rapists and murderers and drug dealers, and we have to build Ooh. the wall. And that's all things that like they they hinted at, but they never really said out loud. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if they're going to continue with that. Uh, well, the, the, if you have to, I think looking at a post-Trump GOP. Won't be the same, but is is a good iteration of um, looking at pre-Trump GOP and the fact that like you look at people like who kisses boots now, people like Lindsey Graham and others, many other Republicans who thought he was terrible for office and repeatedly said so. But the, the GOP supports him now because they know he has the backing of his of his you know I would call almost a cult. Oh, I would this is say it's a cult. I mean, yeah, yeah. You see some Bush shirts sometimes or something, but I, I don't. 
I mean, I'm awfully young, and maybe someone could, you know, older remembers better. But do you do anyone? I mean, this is a good question for the audience. Uh, anybody that watches or listens to this, did Bush have this kind of following? Yeah. Do you, does anyone remember a time? I, we were a live part of the Bush era, and I don't remember. While I don't remember a lot from that, does anyone remember a time whenever people were like this? People that you know, had flags on their trucks or I, I, there's a guy in our hometown who sits out in his truck every single day and selling, hands out Trump hats. Selling Trump merch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and I remember stopping in 2016, I mean, uh, pre-election. I was going, I was going to a town close by and I stopped and we stopped as a joke before, cause no one thought Trump was going to win when he, before he did, you know, yeah, and we stopped as a joke at this guy who, who was at this Trump center who had been out there all week long because we'd seen him all week, and we stopped at it and just looked at his stuff and it like we laughed at it on a joke because of how obsessed he was about Trump. And I don't know, I I, I don't know if that's the his a Republican idealist thing in general. I know I am not obsessed with one. I have never ever ever been obsessed. I was not obsessed with Obama. I mean, there's some, like, resistance students who get, like, super weird about um, Obama. Yeah. And I feel like Bernie in some sects may have some sort of cult of personality, but it's nowhere near the extent that Trump does. This is, like, just rampant throughout the base. I mean, it is. it is, And I just I just wonder, like, how this, tra- how this is going to uh, transfer into a post-Trump era. Because, I-, I don't know. If if the next person isn't a Trump child, or a someone, because that that is a big thing that like a lot of people want, is, yeah, is like Ivanka Trump as president, which is a, a level of nepotism or a level of like dynasty, dynasty to a thing we haven't seen since a monarchy. Yes, there was a H W Bush and a and a and baby Bush. That's a little different but, though. But they, they weren't back-to-back, and they did it because of the name. Also, you I think know, people even, forgot there was a Bush one in office <laughs> when they voted for Bush two. True. But people like the Clintons or people like the Bushes have huge names in politics. And that helps, you know, obviously. But, you know, if, if it's not a Trump person, say it's like some random person we don't, obviously, maybe I don't know yet, like a McConnell yeah, who would actually like run for run after Trump? Matt Gates, uh, Dan Crenshaw. If you're not, I I, I don't know that if they. I think they they think that the that, that the the GOP probably right now thinks that or knows to a level to a degree. I mean that they can't win almost that They're, that they see that that they've seen this level of how much voting they get out of their party when it's someone like Trump. And they, they know they have complete, utter devotion to one person and not have any divide. And everyone that votes for a Republican is voting for Trump. And so I don't know if they'll be able to find somebody like that that will rally like that again, at least in in recent years. And even like in, a lot of people yeah. I would have considered to be like moderate Republicans or something like that um, mm-hmm. before Trump are like super culty about it now. This isn't like just like a small group this isn't like a QAnon thing where like 2,000 people are just like super obsessed with it this is like um it's it's throughout the base I can't think of a Trump supporter that isn't like obsessed with him yeah that I know and I know a lot of them 
this is my this is my my own personal prediction for how this is uh, a post if Trump does not win the 2020 presidency. Yeah, this depends a lot on whether he wins or not. I think he and will. And based on the electoral college and gerrymandering and all that jazz that would take multiple podcasts to even talk about. Say he doesn't win. Um, I think a post-GOP is looking at either someone exactly like Trump or people who who act like Trump to get votes or a a broken geo a more broken GOP. I think that the GOP would be a lot weaker without someone like Trump after this after someone has popped up to this level of um of just just outright you know extre- almost extreme right wing rhetoric to to this point you know. Well, I mean, like Trump popped up out of nowhere, dude. Like really. Yeah. Um, and he won a lot because a lot of people saw him as like an outsider. So, mm-hmm. like, if you go back to like January in 2015 and told somebody that pre- that Donald J. Trump would be the next president of the United States, the guy with a cab uh, with a cameo in Home Alone, yeah, that dude would be like the next president of the United States, and not only would be the next president of the United States, but would have an almost cult like following around him. Um. That you I, yourself I would have a good chance of, beto- of becoming part of, uh, people wouldn't have believed you. Yeah, I, I don't think a Republican in a post pre-Trump era would have been supportive of that. But like, I I I I know that some people in the Democratic Party are certainly like this. Ghouls, but like ghouls, we call them. Yes, but like. I, I don't know. This is just such a like. E- even if they didn't support what Trump said or did before he became president, they will support it now just because he is a Republican and just because he is Trump. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's a way a a healthy way for politics to survive. I don't think we can we can function well as a democratic society if we're going to be that divided. If we can be, I don't I don't think we can function if we're going to have people who solely vote Republican because it's just because it's Republican and vote solely and Democrat just because it's Democrat. I think, and but the, the difference is in America is that they do that. Yeah. But these parties are divided up based on issues and everyone in that party has to be agreed on the issue. I, I think America is plagued with this, this two party system that many other countries don't have. And we are plagued with this because I don't know why, but like it's 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 just it's just not. I don't think it works well anymore, or if it ever did. One party state now. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying that it's it's a cult. It's a team. It's a, it's it's a it's like supporting your favorite football team now. Yeah, it's same thing as like with the war. A lot of people just want to like be on the winning side. Yeah. Um. And you know, it's just weird. I the, my big fear. I don't think a lot of Trump supporters really follow him just because of what his policies like. They don't seem to really believe in anything hardcore. Um, like even the most hardcore Bernie bros are kind of for Bernie just because of what his platform. It's not really like him. If you just mm-hmm. took what some random person was saying the same things as he did, um, yeah. I feel like most people would probably migrate to them just as easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but a lot of Trump supporters seem to just be in, enraptured by him specifically. Yeah, uh, and my big fear is that 
the kind of stuff that he says, you know, about like Mexicans and Muslims and whatnot, is almost not be like a gateway drug. Um, you know, you you start off, you can just you can get off to just women in bikinis, and now you've got to watch like uh, <laughs> hardcore BDS, you know, just even feel yeah. something. Uh, yeah, that's weird. And that's after weird, trans- yeah, after four years of Trump. Uh, or eight years if he wins again, and especially after all this time of another war in the Middle East and uh, border wall talks and what he's basically shut up about the border wall, actually. But yeah. you know, all this combined, I'm kind of worried that someone will come. I'm I'm kind of afraid his base will chase that dragon again. You know. Yeah. Like uh, go even further. Yeah. Uh, further fright. Further, just authoritarian. Yeah, vulgarian. <laughs> Uh, no even, authoritarian. No, I'm saying vulgarian too, because I think oh. Trump's like, yeah, yeah I, I banned the porn. St-. I think that kind of thing actually works well with his base, which is surprising considering yeah. the, the pro clutching they typically engage in. That's actually it's a pretty a, good note. To, yeah, I mean, I it's it, these are big issues that we're not going to solve, and I think are going to take far more than a politician change. It's going to take a wide cultural change that I don't know how that would happen, but you know, and it's also going to take some Patreon subscriptions <laughs> to us. Uh, we don't yet have that set up as we do this, but, uh, I am heading to patreon.com to do that uh, forward right slash, uh, the simp podcast. Simp city. Set that, simp city podcast. I, set that up right now. <laughs> And uh, I am more than open if, um, for anybody that even made it to the end to add on. If you if you feel like you're a quote unquote moderate, or if you feel like you're quote unquote right wing, I want to hear. Don't don't spam uh, pro Trump. Don't you hate Trump? I if you if you give us like a solid idea, we'll talk and we like look at it and think about it, you know, and have time to prepare for it. We will. We will talk. I, I don't mind thinking about topics like that as long as it's not racial and, and stuff like that. If you present us a, a policy that, you know, wouldn't take a decade to, to research, we're open to talking about that, I think. We will talk to anybody that isn't like full on 1350. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not like a, a, an, an anti Republican. I, I just want. I'm just, I have issues I won't budge on just for human rights issues and certain things. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I'm I'm up to hearing what you guys think, I'm saying. So, like, you know, I don't know where this is going to be put up or what. But I want a Republican I, to come on this show just so we can talk to you and we can treat it like a Mindhunter episode. A what? The show about where they interview serial killers. <laughs> <laughs> I want to... What I want to delve deep in the psyche. Yeah, I want to hear your thoughts on incest. No, but I, I'm genuinely curious. I'm no expert debater, and I'm not all-knowing, but I, I like... I'm a I like master to... debater. <laughs> I know you're a master debater. Uh, I'm interested in, in talking to what an average person would think that's not, you know, maybe a blindly obsessed with the Republican Party. You know, I just, that's what I want to know, because that's what we kind of have, what we're stuck with in our in our environment. Yeah, so long as you approach us in good faith, we'll approach you in good faith. Is basically exactly. what I'm trying to say. From I, a, I just wanted to end with that because yeah. it, it may seem like very biased right now, but that's because we're two people with the same viewpoints and we're, we're more than open to seeing what other people think as well. So if you also have made it to the end, 
thank you. You are braver than the U.S. Marines. Uh, you put up with us. What does that mean? Just sorry. Continue. An hour. Um. Yeah. Thank you all for sticking this out. It's our first episode, yeah. so it will be pretty rough. I'm not even 100 percent sure what the name is. Probably yeah. Simp City, since we made <laughs> we said that about the Patreon. We want to make sure we get your money. Uh, yeah, but seriously, um, I know there's a lot of podcasts out there, but if you enjoy this, please, please, please give us some support because we need it <laughs> to to keep going. And it, even the littlest like comment or littlest like share or like you know anything, any kind of like comment or or support we get will give us some kind of energy to keep doing this kind of stuff because it is hard to keep going if nobody cares. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You want to make sure that you're doing something. Yeah, and I also I want to plug that I also stream uh, a lot of, of days if I'm not too busy uh, on uh, twitch.tv slash forward slash uh, element frost underscore. Uh, you can check me out on Twitch. I stream things like Call of Duty. I'll even stream Civ. Hell, I'll str- if you pay me money, I'll stream anything you want. I'll, st- I'll stream anime titty games if you need me to. <laughs> right? But but I I would love to become. I'd love to Twitch stream more often if I can. <laughs> but I'm not getting paid to do it. I do it out of the goodness of my own heart, and I do it because it's fun. All right. So, and if you want to plug anything, you can. I know this has been really long, so we need to wrap up. Uh, I don't really have anything to plug right now. Uh, subscribe to me on YouTube. I link my my <laughs> channel in the description. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys so much for if you made it to the end. I know this has been a. We'll we'll cut it down a lot, but it's probably like a 45 minute podcast. Yeah. All right. Thank you all for. Mm-hmm.